Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005 where we find Geelong assistant coach Matty Knights. Matty, welcome to AFL Nation. Yeah, thanks, Jared. And we were just talking to the Giants, so they told us, so Jesse Hogan's out, and we were just pondering, what does that mean, Phil Davis coming in? Have you had your quick little chat as to what that looks like? Yeah, just found out ourselves in the last couple of minutes that that was the case. I mean, you would assume Davis um, would play back, but, you know, more interesting things have happened with selection and, um, and, and whether... He goes back, and then they use Canilio, Taranto a bit more in the in the forward line, which they have previously with good success. It probably presents us with a slightly different challenge because you're likely to see a little bit of more of that mid spread from the Giants down in the forward half. So, um, yeah, they'll have a different look, and obviously going to be relying on a couple of the other boys to get it done. What do you do with that before the opening siren, Matty? As a coaching group, and then to the players, or do you wait and see what it looks like when they take the field? No, we discussed it as a coaching group just uh, some five minutes ago. We discussed the different scenarios that might occur um, in regards to whether you know, if Davis does go back, how their forward line will look. Um, they've still got a couple of targets up there, so really agile ones at that. And as I said, Taranto kicked four goals in the game recently. Um, Canelio come in and played predominantly forward, and De Boer's played more forward in the last few weeks than he had previously in his last couple of years. So maybe a little bit more mid-representation in their forward half. Actually, Matty, I just wonder, does COVID make the espionage a lot harder on other teams? Like, do you have no idea where they're at physically or can you still get some intelligence sometimes? <laughs> Maybe less than we used to. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, yeah we, it was a surprise to us um, that, that Hogan was going to be missing. So um, we planned all week accordingly that thinking, he'd, you know, him, their forward line would be pretty settled, um, apart from Toby Green being out and they'd probably bring a replacement in with, you know, Bruin or play one of their mids a bit more forward. So, yeah, it's a bit of a you know unusual one, but we've just got to adapt now and um, be flexible on the run. No, we'll keep along the same theme. I think the, the positional change of Rowan last week actually looked quite good. He looked quite comfortable down back. Do we see him start down back or, or back up in the forward line tonight? No, no, he'll start in the forward line tonight. He'll predominantly play forward. We, we looked to change things up a little bit when it wasn't quite working for, for us and Gary last week, but no, he'll go back into his forward role this week and... Um, Obviously pretty determined to play well with that forward group. We've got to give our forwards some, some better looks at it. I thought it was all right last week we went forward, but I don't think we um, we give them a great look at it with our ball use inside 50. And also the forwards have to, at times, just fight harder to keep it in there for a bit longer. And Sometimes in big finals, scramble goals out of nothing, which is sometimes the best way to do it in, in big games like this in the contest. Has Jeremy Cameron been this week? I think different players and different personalities deal with it differently coming up against their old side. He missed the game in the middle part of the year, but now it's a, it's a cutthroat final. You finally come up against you, the side that you, you left last year. How's he been feeling? Yeah, decent question. He's, he's an unflappable guy pretty much anyway, so I haven't seen much change in his persona this week. He's been been as normal, but I'm, I'm sure being against his old team for the first time, there there will be some, um, I guess, some, some nervousness there, but 
I think once he gets out there and if he can hit the scoreboard early, I think with one or two, it, you know, it obviously had settled him down enormously. And, and we need him to. We need, you know, obviously we need Hawk and, and Jeremy to sort of win their matchups. Now, what that means is it doesn't necessarily resonate in goals, but if that's the case, great. But contested marks, keeping the ball in the area is really important for those two big guys. Matthew, I was interested in your uh, assessment of uh, the disaster of, of last week. And, and as an old midfielder, I'm sure that uh, you would have been looking at it the same as I was and thinking the delivery inside forward 50 was horrendous. And, and I guess if you're going to progress, you're going to have to sort out this issue of the interceptor. Now, Haynes is a notional interceptor tonight. Whether or not he does that role or not, I'm not sure. But next week, if you progress, you've got Lever and then Alir Alir again. Surely, I mean, I don't know how you assessed it. Uh, was it was it the common view that it was just poor delivery inside or was it the combination of the poor delivery based on there were there were no... I guess, avenues to attack wide. I mean, the small guys didn't make a Lear, a Lear defend, if you like. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought we did a reasonable job with um, the week before against Melbourne with a couple of their interceptors, um, May and Lever. But I thought last week, Lear just got, you know, he took a real hold of the game early from a defensive point of view, which is, you know, you, you don't often see, I think, four marks and three or four spoils in that first quarter was just way too much. So, We've done some work this week in regards to our delivery inside 50, particularly from centre bounce wins. We we had our way at times in centre bounce last week, but yep. we just didn't capitalise. And we've done some work on that in the training track this week, some sort of edgy work. And then, but also, Jared, I, I, I totally agree. Sometimes you're out of position as a forward, and you know our forwards probably recognise this week they've just got to bring it to ground when they're out of position at times. I think mm. Richmond have one club that have done that really well historically over the last two or three years when they're out of position in the front half, they can have it. Um, so at times when you've got pressure on you in the CB and you do have to just get it forward, you just need to contest forward of the ball. So are you going to play at the same speed out of defence as you have done or are we going to see a little bit more speed on the ball? Yeah, I think we'll see a little bit more speed on the ball tonight. We had a um, we had a couple of really good sessions this week at East Fremantle, two solid sessions that we've had sort of a seven-day break. We're able to get a fair bit of work in. Mm-hmm. And the emphasis a little bit with this week was let's when the opportunity arises and you look up and you can go, let's just take that and back our players ahead of the ball to compete and make something with their creativity. So I think we'd like to see a little bit more urgency out of the back half tonight when we win that footy. How much time do you put into deciding who the sub's going to be? You're going with Zach Guthrie tonight. Matty, how much, as the season's gone on, does does it, time and thought go into who that's going to be? Yeah, it has to be paramount because, you know, I think we've used our sub at least 50%, 60% of the time this year, reasonably early in games. So there's a lot of work that does go into it. Um, Pretty, probably took until yesterday to decide really on the sub who that would be and in the end we come to the point that Zach Guthrie probably gives us a, a lot of flexibility with with Tui who can play midfield and wing and also Blitzarv so you know it's more the moves you can make for us off that so you know if Zach was having to come into the game obviously he can go back or play on wing but it does free up other players you know Smith, Blitzarv, Tui to do different things for us and Sometimes that personnel change is what's required in games. You've persevered and persevered with uh, Sean Higgins. He's finally lost his spot. What, what do you see his um, short-term future being, as in what does he need to do to get back into the team? And what about next year? What role do you see him may, maybe experimenting with to give him some uh, a chance of playing in the top team? Yeah, it's a fair point, Jared, because obviously we got him across to to be in our 22, um, and predominantly has been, but it's, it's fell out this time of the year. So um, I think in the short term, he's, he's got to be ready to go sort of that half-forward mid-roll in the coming weeks. 
um, if we have someone come out of this team. But I think long term, we just got to make sure over the pre-season, we just get him really ingrained in, in exactly how we want him to play those roles. And, yep. you know, he's, he's been consistent at times, but at times, you know, he would like to be able to give us more. So I think it's it's a really solid one. Again, pre going back to pre-season, Jared, and he's going to be pretty determined to do that. But in the short term, he's just got to be ready to play half forward and mid. Yep. Is Tom Stewart going to give himself a, a chance if you're able to keep your season alive, Matty? Yeah, well, he's walking laps today. We went down to East Fremantle and a few of us had a, a jog and a few of us had a walk and he was walking laps. He's, um, you know, he's up and about. So he, he'll give himself every chance, um, I'm sure, over the coming week. So it's important we get the W because the longer we go, the more chance we give him. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's in good spirits and doing everything he can to get himself right. And in the overall, is there an edginess tonight? I mean, there should be, is there? There was a training during the week, which is, a, you know, it's all right to come out of a game and review and talk about it, but the players took it on themselves and it was the leaders. It was Hawk, it was Sal, it was Paddy, it was, you know, Blitzard that created a real edge around training. So we saw some bodies hitting and some, you know, some physical stuff, which I really liked. It wasn't really coach promoted either. So that was a real positive sign, I think, for the week. So what sort of week did danger have because we know he's got a broken finger i'm not sure if it's in the palm of the hand or in the extremity of the finger it's does he did he have it injected to train so he can actually experiment with uh, killing it properly the, the pain if if that's been an issue or simply just to get some more ball handling with the numb finger yeah he did some ball handling um to be fair he didn't do a lot early in the week jared um but in our last session he completed the whole session did a lot of ball handling a lot of extra touch around stoppage, a lot of extra kicking. Um, when I say extra, he did en- enough to get a good feel, and yep. I think you'll see. It. I think you'll see a different player tonight. I, he's determined in the contest, but I think you know when he gets it, we've got to get more out of his ball. I think he's um, he's really keen to execute a lot better this week. Yep. Maddie, I know your your mind's on tonight, but um, we've seen people that have um, a, a lean in terms of coaching to experienced people in footy, and you've obviously been a senior coach in the past. Have, have you still got half an eye on whether a senior opportunity could come up for yourself? Well, probably not even. It's sort of not a. I guess not a, an eye on it, but it's just you know the way it seems to work at the moment that you know you you got to wherever you are you got to do you know got a bit, bit tribal you got to do a great job you got to try and get w's each week for your team and then whatever rolls from that in the future you know i think just sometimes it's a little bit organic so you know i, I don't look too far ahead with that stuff um, i'm at a wonderful club at the moment so yeah we'll just see what comes with all that in the next in the future future years but at the moment it's all about um, you know getting a w tonight and endeavoring to win a premiership with the cats this year good luck for the night matty great to have you with us yeah, thanks, guys. Matthew Knight's with us on AFL Nation. Do you have your eyes on a brand-new car? Go ahead and experience the convenience of buying your brand-new Hyundai online with Hyundai's Click to Buy. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.